This is a Galactic Network podcast. The Podcast of Terror is a great podcast. It's covering movies that are not for children, and thus this podcast is not for children. The hosts are two adults who will use bad words from time to time. They'll also spoil movies if that's not your thing. So if you don't like spoilers and you don't want to hear some dirty language or some dirty references to dirty parts of your body, then please, please, please wash your body parts better and do not listen to this show. If you can handle it, and I hope you can because there's a great podcast coming up, then please proceed with Podcast of Terror. Welcome to episode 135 of the Podcast Terror production of the Galactic Network. For more on this podcast, including show notes, contact information, subscription links, go to gncast.com slash pot. I'm your host, Matt Stein. Corey's still moving. As far as I know, he's still alive. I haven't heard he's dead. Um, I believe he's in Michigan. Um, his, his shit was in transit the last time I spoke with him. But uh, yeah, joining me shortly is going to be our guest host for this week. It's uh, host of Apex in the Abyss. And all around pain in my ass, Erica Gwynn. Um, she was on not that long ago. Luckily, she was very gracious enough to lend me her free time to uh, help me do this. So we're going to be talking about uh, the movie Summer of 84. Uh, came out in 2018. I had never heard of it. It was her pick. But uh, yeah, we will definitely get into that. I already recorded the intro, so we can just get into it. Excelente. So YouTube's on. I miss Corey. We had such a nice twenty-minute conversation, and then the second that I started recording, you're an ass. I didn't. I we did not. I just came on the Google chat. <laughs> oh, that's funny. I mean, we don't have to talk about um, what you do since you were just on a month ago. This is like the true. Is this the third or fourth time you've been on? Uh, we did Scream. We did Monster Squad. We did Collector. So this is my fourth. Fourth. Holy shit! Well, you did the Collector. I, I did the Collection. That's true. I'm the unofficial fourth member. I like to consider myself the Pete Best of the Podcast of Terror crew. Um, Do you even know who that is? Well, funny story. The um, director of finance where I work's name is Pete Bestie. <laughs> there you go. Do they make a lot of Beagles jokes at him? Because I would daily. I don't know. He li- He's in Madison. So I, mm. I very seldomly talk to him. Because gotcha. I, don't, I don't deal with money. You do know who Pete Best is, right? Being a drummer. Oh my God! He was the original drummer for the Beatles. Okay, I knew Ringo they... Starr was not the original drummer. So, um, Jesus Christ! Where? You mean what? You said Jesus what? Christ. I said where? Where is he? Have you never seen Orgasmo? No. Oh, do you like South Park? I did when I was younger. Okay, but you. And then I grew up. Well. <laughs> Hey, the new South Parks aren't that bad, but if you at least, really? yeah, if you at least like the brand of humor, Orgasmo is pretty funny because it's the same guys, okay. but it's about a Mormon who they're trying to turn into a porn star, and anytime someone says Jesus Christ, he just goes, where? Yeah, it's pretty funny. I, that would make yeah. sense why you say that pretty much every time I utter the words Jesus Christ. I said it so much that Alyssa started yelling at me. She should just yell at you about everything. She does. I was trying to think of well, she she had to be nice to me the other day because it was my birthday. But I was oh, thinking yeah, about right. that. Um, I'm like, wow, you're really nice. And then I was like, that's because it was my birthday. 
See, I can't even do that on my husband's birthday, I don't think. Like, if he does something to annoy me, I mean, I got to point that out. Well, we also had people over, so I barely talked to her. <laughs> thought, we didn't talk all day. This was, We kind of walked so well. Uh, yeah, it's kind of funny. Well, when I was out um, visiting my aunt, she was talking about, like, how weird it is. Like, obviously, you know, no one, my uncle passed away. So she was talking about, like, how weird it is. She's like, he was my, my you know, we were connected to the hip for 46 years, and now he's gone. And I'm like, I don't, I barely see my wife. <laughs> I'm like, but I think that's why our marriage works so well, because we're not around each other to like annoy the shit out of each other enough that we don't want to be around each other anymore. Exactly. Um, I forget, I forget actually who told me this, but they said the key to their happy marriage, happy marriage was to have individuality. And it basically meant like they had their own hobbies. They had the things that they did together. And then that was it. Like with my new schedule, I rarely see Dan. Yeah. I see him on the weekends. I see him. I adjusted my schedule a little bit. So like I get home earlier so I can see him for like an hour at night. So that's, that's nice. Cause seeing, seeing your significant other for 15 minutes a day, doesn't really cut it no it kind of sucks um yeah like last night at our show i was talking to our singer because our next show is in appleton where i live Mm -hmm. and uh i said something about Alyssa. hopefully she was gonna come and it's like oh she's coming and i'm like yeah i told her like if we play in milwaukee or outside of like appleton green bay like don't go because that's my opportunity to like act like a dickhead with my friends i said but if we play in appleton or green bay i said you you pretty much have to go unless you're gone yeah but, I mean, that's the, the all goes back to the individuality. Like, everyone needs their own hobbies. Like, I need things that I do that don't involve her. Yeah. Because, A, I don't, I, I know she doesn't like the music that I play or listen to, <laughs> but she supports it. Just like I don't like standing at rabbit expos for days, but I do it. Yes, you do. You have texted me during them. Yeah. It's, it's, and I quote, I'm at this expo for rescuing animals because I love my fucking wife. Yeah. Pretty much. And, 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 she, quote. and she feeds me and gives me beer. There you go. But the, the, like, it's not so bad, but it's always the day before the Super Bowl. <laughs> so it's fucking winter. Yeah. So it's cold. You're hauling shit in and out. You could be driving in a snowstorm. Plus, like, you get home and all I want to do is eat chicken and watch American sports. And I'm so fucking tired. Yeah. I think I think she posted a picture that she tagged you in, which is the only way I could see it. I do not creep you, Alyssa, just so you know. She doesn't um, listen it, to this. Oh, fuck it. Whatever. I was not creeping your wife. <laughs> but I think there was like a snow drift that like yeah. completely covered your like I think it was like a sliding glass door. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well we had we had thirty inches of snow back in April. That's fucking bananas. There was another um we have egress windows in the basement and mm-hmm. <clears throat> I just choked on my own spit. Hot. I was <laughs> I was standing behind a snowdrift and it was up to my chest. That's so like, nuts. Our water heater went out too. And, well, and the worst part was it was April, so it was like 40, 40 degrees, yeah. and then it snowed. And we have a gravel driveway, like eighty percent of the things gravel. So when I'm trying to snowblow it, the snowblower is just digging into the gravel, shooting gravel yeah. everywhere. That's the yeah. day I met my neighbor because he came over with a tractor to fucking <laughs> snow, like to blow blow me out. He came I over bet. to blow me. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's the last time I talked to him too, and I didn't even like ask him for help. He just came over, which was really sweet of him. Um, that's nice. It's nice to have a neighbor like that. Unlike my fucking neighbor. Yeah, that's true. And so, speaking of like stupid ass weather, we had 16 inches of rain in two weeks. Shit. Oh, I'll, I'll send you the picture. But our one of our parking lots at work flooded. And I guess there is a picture of um, someone's car with a McDonald's cup floating on the dashboard. 
mm-hmm. it's filled up with fucking water. Shit. Yeah. I love And you and you like living where you live with this crazy weather? <laughs> um, most of the time cuz the the bugs die in winter. That's yeah. like my favorite part about winter is that bugs die. You know, bugs die in most winters in normal areas. That's not true. Where it's hot, scorpions get big. I didn't say move to California now, did I? I said move somewhere normal where you actually get multiple seasons. We do we get seasons. Like it's it's fall today. Wow, congratulations. <laughs> it was um yesterday. It's fall today. Nice. You were so sincere when you said that. It was yeah, I'm trying to think. So like I like I told you before, last week was hotter than fuck balls. So it was cool Tuesday, and then I'm like, hey, I'm gonna go to the desert for a couple days. Uh, but I got home and it was 60. Uh, I yeah, I think it was like 64 today. Yeah, today, today was like 70. So it was really nice until like the sun was on the back half of the house and the house heated up. But now that it's dark out, like it'll be 50. We'll sleep with the windows open. Yeah, I'm excited for that because like our air is off finally and I refuse to turn it back on. I just, I can't, I don't want to look at Pico. I don't want to see that bill anymore telling me I'm overusing it. I'm like, shut up. It's hot. Wait, what? I have like Pico. Do you have Pico? Like salsa? What the fuck? No, they're an energy company. Dipshit. No, we have we have. Uh, it's called We Energies. Oh, I guess it's different. I don't know. I don't. It's, yeah. You know, I I I don't really talk to too many people like that don't live in my state. So it's kind of odd sometimes when I say these things. I'm like, oh, we should go to Wawa, and people are like, what the fuck is that? Helen anyway. Keller's? What? Helen Keller, Wawa. She said water, Wawa. Oh my god! I figured when you said Pico, it was, it was your energy company because I know like Madison has a line energy. Now I'm curious if that's just a PA thing, and I feel really stupid, but that's beside the point. What Wawa or Pico? Well, I know Wawa is, but Pico, because I never actually had to think about it because I've never lived in any other location other than Pennsylvania. I'm fucking looking right now. All right, cool. Anyway, they have this thing that you can get. They I've had them for three years at my house because that's how long I've lived here. They average how much power you use at certain months. And I'll get a text message saying like, oh, you know, last year in, you know, September, you didn't use this much power. So you're about like 40% higher. I'm like, well, it's fucking hot this September. Like, what do you want from me, Pico? Stop making me feel bad about it. I'm still going to turn the air on. But this is such riveting conversation. Eh. I I miss Corey. I wonder how he's doing. Have you talked to him? I have not. Last uh, we talked a little bit right before he moved, and mm-hmm. um, I've seen his Facebook, and it seems very hectic. And yeah, it's I saw crazy. that they got moved in, but their new their stuff had not arrived yet. Yeah. Um, I I know. I saw his wife post a picture. They were like driving in a downpour, and she said she missed California. <laughs> um. So they lived out there for a long time. Yeah, like fifteen. 15, 20 years, somewhere in there? Yeah, it was all, It was definitely in the decades. Yeah, Corey is 65 years old, so, <laughs> you know, he could have been living there for a long time. Um, so we have, so it's okay, we have propane, so we have a propane supplier, all back to the energy talk. Okay. And then we have electric. So at our old house, it was natural gas. So gotcha. So everything was just through we energies. So what we did last year with our propane, because they base... You can you can do like a budget plan where mm-hmm. you pay X amount and they just keep your tank full, but yeah. it's based on the family who lived here before us usage and we keep our house pretty cold by most standards. Yeah. 
So I didn't want to pay that. So we were stupid and we're like, hey, when it's down, just come fill it. And then you get a surprise $500 bill on Christmas. There you go. Yeah. So this year it's like you just pay $90 in the heating months. So it's like September to April. And gotcha. then just keep your tank full. There you go. Because all we use it for is hot water in summer. Yeah. So I think in the past, I think since May, we've used like 5% of our propane. That's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. But then, yeah, it's fucking. Yeah, Does you... it being an adult blow? <laughs> oh, it's so stupid. I, um, so I always make a point like when I get paid to pay my bills right away so I don't forget. So I yeah, get paid same. Friday, so I'm like paying my bills in an airport like a jackass so that I don't forget to do it. I'm like, being an adult sucks so bad. It really does. <sighs> Anyways, summer of 84. Yep. Or as I like to call it, Stranger Things 2. <laughs> not, Pretty much. Not, not at all, but kind of. Yeah. It's Stranger Things without demons and supernatural beings yeah so because Alyssa watched this with me and she's like is this supposed to be a horror movie and i'm like i think it's like a thriller yeah and i said erica said it's very much like stranger things and she's like it is 100 <laughs> percent. as soon as the opening title came i was just like yeah i'm getting a really big stranger things vibe from this with like the 80s like synth music so i was like this is where i got my alley which, I did watch it a second time, and I didn't like it as the as much as I liked it the first time because I was like, "Ugh, they really just kind of copy and pasted so much." Yeah, there was. Um, I think it was like the last twenty minutes. I'm I'm just gonna jump right to the end, but if Go ahead. they would have just stopped it, like if they would have taken out the chase scene at the end and all that shit, and mm-hmm. like I think the movie would have been fine. Yeah. They didn't really need to add that, you know, he's going to chase him. He's going to come and get him. Unless they're planning on making a second one, which I then Googled Summer of 85, which is a completely different movie. <laughs> because I'm, I'm like, it can't be Summer of 84 too. So I'm like, maybe yeah. it'll be the Summer of 85. And then that's some movie from the 80s that's likely a love story. Yeah, most likely. I only had, like, obviously the whole, I where they drew their inspiration from was fine. I, I still dug it. I did read an article about it that said, like, if this would have came out before... Stranger Things, it would have taken off and blown up and been... It actually got a pretty good rating, I think, on Rotten Tomatoes. But on one of those stupid like sites that rates things percentage-wise, because it comes up on my Plex, I think one said like 93%. I was like, that's accurate. Like If people didn't watch Stranger Things and they just watched this, they would love it. And I, I, I did enjoy it. I had a couple of gripes with it. One, those kids, collectively, probably would have never been friends. No, God, no. Um, it got a, a 65% on Rotten Tomatoes. What the fuck did... I'll have to look on my Plex later to see what it got. Because I did see like a 90-something, but that's beside the point. Um, but it's like you have... like a. Why are you laughing at me? Because you're just... You're scary. You're scatterbrained. That's just who I am as a person. No, it's, it's fine. I'm also trying to help my wife figure out how to rescan for TV channels in the basement via text message. I love it. Yeah. Help her out. Help I, your wife. Well, I try. I'm like, you push the house. Push the house and go to the settings. <laughs> I love you, but I'm doing something. Well, I, and she knows. That's why she's not just yelling at me to go downstairs. Um, so I really wish she would so I could laugh. Be like, yeah, this uh I would <laughs> be one of those situations where I forget to mute and pause everything. And you just hear me beat her. Oh, my I God. I never, ever hit my wife. She could probably kick the shit out of me anyways. 
we once had a fist so. fight. We were like dating, and I'm like, hey, let's fucking bare knuckle box. And I like lightly punched her on the shoulder, and I'm like, oh my god, I'm so sorry. <laughs> and then she just cold cocked you. Yeah, right. Just I turn around, just whack. Um, now uh, broke one of the, her eye socket. Oh god, I hope not. She's short, so she had to give her a step stool so she could hit me. There you go. Um, now if Stranger Things hadn't been made, do you think the music would have been the same for this movie? That's a good question because. I feel I feel like this was more closely related to Stranger Things season two, but I want to say that it might not have. I forget when Stranger Things season two premiered. I think it was July of 2017. So this would have had to most likely have been written and greenlit by then. So it might have just been like a kismet type thing that they kind of drew from since Stranger Things season one is like 82, 83. So they kind of expanded on that idea, and it was just kind of coincidence. Because this came out in August of 2018, mm-hmm. summer of 84. So I don't know. I, I mean. Stranger I mean, Things season two premiered October 27th, 2017. I was so wrong on many Very accounts. Mar- I'm like, I'm pretty sure it was October. Yeah, I think the first season came out in July because people were expecting season three to come is are expecting season three to come out summer of 2019 i'm mixing myself up again scatterbrain no but you're right they're saying stranger things season three video hints at summer 2019 premiere date fuck yeah i knew i was right about something but um so i don't know if like they they were even close to being inspired a little bit by season two but i would say a little bit obviously because you have like they definitely drew from like all the popular 80s music and the 80s movies like they have that breakfast club feel cuz you have you know the nerdy kid, the average kid with his paper route like I guess like the boy scout type. You have the you know dysfunctional kid who kind of acts punk rock and wake, makes way too many sexual jokes that is just not even funny. I thought some of them were hilarious. I knew you would. I think it was mostly like, because it was unexpected at first. And then the- the one that made me laugh the most is when they're on the walkies and Davey, like the Boy Scout type kid, is just like, you guys aren't going to believe this or whatever. And um, Woody, the like heavier set kid, was just like, dude, shut up. You're going to wake up my mom. And Eats comes in. He's like, not after the pounding I just gave her. Like that one made me laugh. Let's see, um, there was, there was de- definitely some of it was really funny, but um, it got old. Like, yeah. I'm going to parallel this. So we went and saw The Nun, and I know I texted you and told you it was fucking hot garbage. Yes, But one of the biggest things that sucked was because there was, they like shoehorned in this character for comedic relief, and by the end of it, like anytime he opened his mouth, it was just a forced one-liner, and it really started to ruin it. And I think yeah. this almost started to happen in this movie where some of the, the sex jokes or the, the, you know, I'm banging your mom references were starting yeah. to like negatively affect what was happening. Yeah. And I don't know if it's <clears throat> like How old are these kids? Like 15. 15, okay. So I don't know if 15-year-olds in 84 like just talked like this. Like I don't Wait, remember how, how, being 15. How old were you at? How old were you in 84? Negative 1. Oh, my bad. <laughs> yeah, I was that, and that's why I was like <laughs> I, yeah, I was born in 85 and um Oh, there you go. But um obviously 84 negative plus 1 85. Um I can do math. It's cool. <laughs> I'm sure you can do it better than I can. I can't, but we can pretend. I'm trying to recall, like, if I was, 
like this at all. I definitely remember being 15 years old and being an asshole. Like, oh I God. think every 15, every 15 year old, but like, again, it's kind of hard for me to relate to this group just because it's all boys. They have like that one girl, Nikki, who comes in, mm-hmm. who's like, you know, the, the beautiful blonde. How old do you think that girl is? She has to be at least 25. She's 23. Because I started looking at her and I'm like, I hope you're 18. So I had to look <laughs> it up because I didn't feel like a dirt human if I uh, was having impure thoughts. Oh, Jesus. She's a very th- attractive girl. I, you, I know, she is pretty. Yeah. Um, she's a very pretty girl. And like, it was kind of like, I turned to my husband when we watched it the first time. Because it did, it creeped me out watching certain things of it. And I'll get to that later, like what parts creeped me out. But like, Every time she would show up with Davey, I'm like, okay, I know how I was when I was 17. I know about how boys were when they were 15, 16. Like, why are these two just talking? Like, they should just be making out at this Mm -hmm. point. Like, just stop, like, having emotional connections. Like, you're about to move away, Nikki. Come on. Throw Davey a bone. Literally. Fart box isn't going to tongue punch itself. Wow. Should I get see Corey's more organized than both of us. Do we really usually is. do do we usually do a synopsis of what this movie's about before we just start talking and spoiling yeah, everything? Yeah, and we totally <laughs> we totally missed it. All right, let's just remind. So Summer of eighty four is a movie about Matthew. Go ahead, take over. You're the leader of this podcast. You can summarize it. That's what, that's what oh, I have for Corey fuck's do. sake, fine, I'll do it. <laughs> I wasn't I was going I was gonna try. All right, you can try, and then I'll fix it. I also slept very little, so if I miss things, it's about what f- four, five guys. Basically, it, and th- they live in this town. Four. Four. Okay, they live in a town where kids <laughs> are going missing, and boys. Bo- <laughs> boys it's are going just... missing between ages fourteen and sixteen. I remember that oddly enough, mm-hmm. uh, mostly because it's my age demographic. Um, <laughs> but these these four friends are. So they kept talking about this game, Manhunt, and I feel like I missed... Well, if they ex- explained what Manhunt was, I missed you it. You don't know what Manhunt is? No. It's basically like flashlight tag. Oh. It's like hide-and-go-seek at dark with flashlights. In the dark with it with flashlights. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Cops, we, and, cops and robbers. It's all the same fucking game with well, just like variation of rules. We played a lot of Capture the Flag when I was a kid. We never really played flashlight tag. Well, that's exciting. We played Ghost in the Graveyard? freeze tag or whatever one are you taking people have to crawl under your legs to unfreeze you i think that's freeze tag i have no idea that just sounds weird to me we played football too because we all like i lived in like a, a subdivision so everyone had big ass backyards yeah i lived in a city so we just kind of s- sat on things and watched cars go by and did nothing at night we would bike around a lot too yeah no my bike would get stolen if i did that yeah see so yeah. Sheboygan was a very safe place when I was a kid. There you go. I'm not saying it's not now, but it's not what it ain't what it used to be. Yeah, I think that goes for pretty much every place. But basically, continue your synopsis because you <laughs> we're gonna takes... we're gonna keep, we're gonna we're gonna derail so much. Corey, Corey, yeah. can you hear us? Fuck Come back, you, Corey. Um, I hope he's watching, taking a break from packing and watching. I don't know. It says one viewer. I don't know if it's him, but we'll find out. Corey, I hope it's Corey somehow. If it's you. I'm going to sit here and wait. I could text them, but I don't want to. Anyways, um, so boys go missing. So these, these four friends are trying to figure out who is kidnapping them. 
and they basically f- came on the TV about a serial killer, which I thought was really strange. Why? I don't ever remember there being like a press conference when I was a kid about a serial killer, and I I, I grew up near Jeffrey Dahmer. Yeah, I was gonna, actually because of this movie, I uh, I was like looking up years, and I was like, duh, fucking Jeffrey Dahmer. Yeah. I wonder if Matt remembers those that breaking news of like this the cannibal of milwaukee i don't oh god you loser but we used to watch like i watched the news every day the news would always be on while we were eating dinner so i knew i saw it but i don't remember seeing it that's crazy like i barely i barely remember the stephen avery stuff and that was 20 minutes north of sheboygan wow yeah even and like when i talked to my dad about it he's like that guy's fucking guilty (laughs) my dad does not sound like a truck driver does he sound mustache. anything like that? <laughs> Not really. He's got a bitch and mustache. Really? Yeah. Unlike you. Man. There you uh, go. My mustache and has it has nothing compared to my dad's. There my dad has had a mustache since the day he was born, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> I don't little, know. Little I'm, baby, little baby Stein comes yeah, out just, mustache. Oh, it's Beatmaster. It's not Corey. Beat, you're just as good as Corey, in my opinion. Eric. I don't know who you are, but hi. Um, he does Elsner's. Oh, okay. Hello. He's from a different country that I drink away every time he tells me. Oh, for fuck's sake, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Anyway, um, I'm just taking over. So anyway, it's a movie about four boys who are best friends who hang out every day in the summer of 84. All these boys are going with... This is all shinfo at this point. What? Shitty info. Yeah, well, you're not fucking staying on track, so let me just get this goddamn synopsis out. Beatmaster's from even... Switzerland, by the way. Oh, hey, from Switzerland. <laughs> hey, is, do you have Swiss cheese there? Oh. We're going to wait for that. Um, Yeah, so a bunch of boys hanging out, playing yeah. Manhunt. I'm trying to trying to appease you and get this done. Um, And then they decide that they're going to try and figure out who the serial killer is after they see it on the news. And one thing that annoyed me, I'll come back to it, but they, they have a hunch that it's this cop because he buys all this dirt and he's gardening all the time. He runs like 11 o'clock at night. Yeah. So it's like all these things that are like, oh, he's totally it. And you're just like, no, it's not him. And then it ends up being him. And I kind of wish it wasn't so just straightforward. Yeah. Well, there was actually a point while watching this that I thought it was, what the hell was that? Mostly yelling at the dogs. <laughs> i was i actually was i thought it was davy's dad why i don't know i just got this weird feeling about how angry he was that the one the kids were investigating it and two because he was never around and he was always out late because he was a news like uh like a, a filmer like he filmed the news he was he worked for a news station and i was just like that kind of works perfectly like he has an excuse to kind of leave and do his job yeah. and be out late at night. It would make sense because they were putting so much focus that it was this cop, Wayne Mackey, who's this frumpy, you know, average looking Joe, like, you know, Mr. Joe, good cop, who's kind of a little weird. Like he's just a little bit too friendly with the neighborhood kids and stuff like that. He sits on his front porch and watches them play and gives them ice pops and stuff like that, which like my husband pointed out while we were watching. He's like, that's really weird. I was like, it may seem weird to you now, 
But like back then, even when I was a kid, we had neighbors who would sit out front and like watch kids play mm-hmm. and just sit because that's where they, they sat and like hung out and like watched the neighborhood. And they'd be like, hey, guys, we have lemonade. We have you know water. Do you want anything? It's really not that strange, but it's strange now because nobody trusts anybody now. Yeah, we have candy in a windowless van. You do. I don't know about anybody else. Uh, he also plowed Allison Brie in Glow. What are you talking about? Have you not watched Glow on Netflix? No. no. The Gorgeous Ladies of Wrestling? No. So Allison Brie from Community. Okay. She plays one of the main characters, and the guy who plays Officer Mackey plays the husband of the other main character, and mm-hmm. Allison Brie cheats on, like, dude, dude cheats on his wife with Allison Brie. There's a, a pretty gratuitous sex scene in the first episode. Mm, I'll pass because I don't no, I'm good. I thought it was really strange. Um, it's a really good show, but I thought like the sex scenes were strange. Like, I'm like a normal human, always down for a well-done, tasteful sex scene, but I just don't like that actor. Tasteful side boob. Um, I, I doesn't I also, like that. Communists. Um, <laughs> I also don't really care for him as an actor. But he played like that creepy pedo pretty well. He did. But like it's it's so hard because like I just see him do you watch The Office at all? I yeah. Fuck you yeah, do. I've been rewatching I'm in season six right now. He plays the guy that was trying to get Pam to stay in New York when she was in school. Holy shit, you're right. That's all I can think about when I watch oh. it. And I'm just like, oh, there's, you know, Alex from New York. Trying oh. to steal Pam from Jim. I just watched that episode not that long ago, to be honest. Yeah, because it's season five. Yeah. I know that show way too well, but that's beside the point. So basically, <laughs> these kids are obsessed with trying to figure out if this guy, Mackie, is the serial killer. And the only reason they really think that is, one, because of the dirt, like you said, and two, because Davey saw one of the missing boys in his house. Yes, I forgot about that. And that's what kind of like set it off. He's like, I saw this kid and he saw it on a milk carton. Like he saw the kid's face on a milk carton. He's like, this kid was in Mackie's house and now he's missing. What if Mackie is the guy who's taking all these boys? So they're super suspicious. Their one neighbor has been gone all summer. They think that possibly he's a victim too. So they start trying to like, they follow Mackie around they dig up his backyard. They break into his shed. They break into his house. They try to find all this stuff, which leads them to breaking into his house, going into his basement where he has a dark room for photography and a locked room, which they break into and find a kid decomposing in a tub. And it's also a room that's set up for like, it looks like a child, like a child's room, which is really creepy. Mm-hmm. And then you have this kid who's just like He's half dying. rotten away. And then you have a kid who there was a survivor, right, in that room yeah, as well. Yeah, that's he was he was dying, is what I Yeah, he was dying. Yeah. Um and obviously everybody is on Mackie, like white arm rice, and he disappears. And this is where it got creepy, and I was like, this is this is good. This is a good horror movie. Because you think the movie's the movie ends because Mackie has He's booked it. He's he's vanished because also he has a VW Beagle that he keeps in a storage shed that doesn't seem like most people know that he owns because he has a truck and a work uh, like a police car. So those people only see that as his two vehicles. So he has a getaway vehicle, which that tells me. Mm -hmm. So he's vanished. 
Davy and one of the other boys are sleeping over uh, at Davy's house, and you think it's end credits done. But then you see Mackie descending from Davy's attic, and he fucking kidnaps both of those kids and takes them deep into the woods. So when he's lowering that ladder, Alyssa's like, have you ever lowered one of those things? Never fucking quiet. <laughs> like, you're not wrong. <laughs> so true. It's always like, yeah, and yeah. then when it hits, like there's nothing silent about that. That was a well-oiled attic door. <laughs> so he kidnaps the two kids. And was this the chase scene that you were talking about that you thought was unnecessary? Was like the chase scene through the woods? This whole end. Didn't. You thought that was unnecessary? Um, I'm not saying it's not necessary. I just, it could have not been there and the movie would have been just as, I would have felt the same about the movie. True. So here's, the only reason I like that ending scene was, well, one, someone got killed. I was like, okay, we got to kill. They kill the heavyset kid, which is sad. I wasn't expecting it to be him, to be honest. No, because he was he was pretty likable throughout the entire movie. Oh, yeah, I loved him. He was funny. Every time I laughed, it was from something he said, pretty much. Yeah. So you have Davey and this kid running, Woody, I think. Yeah, Woody, Woody yeah. running through the woods. And I forget, but they separate. And Woody's throat gets slit right in front of Davey. The creepiest part of this whole movie is the conversation that Davy and Mackie have at the very end because Mackie doesn't kill Davy. He just basically says, he's like, I'm coming back for you. You're going to live your entire life looking over your shoulder, wondering when I'm coming back and I'm going to fucking come back. That's terrifying. That's like some psychological mindfuckery. I just couldn't get to the level of creepiness and scariness because of that actor. You, uh missed the part where they noticed the pictures in his house that too yes yeah. that was his that was his victims yeah his victims were on the wall yep yep so he said it's not his family it's his victims and then he sees the picture of uh him and his parents and he goes holy shit i'm next yeah and then this everything ensues yep. um but like we were talking about before is if um if this isn't a setup for a sequel i don't really meh you would you would only like pretty much like give this movie a better rating if it had a sequel that followed up with him killing Davy. Not necessarily killing him, but like I, I like things to be answered. I don't like to be left open ended. And all they did here is they're like, I'm gonna come back and get you sometime. See, I kind of like the whole fact that this was open ended because like that's creepy. I've never seen that in a horror movie where they're just like, I'm going to come the fuck back for you. Like audibly saying it to the victim. Yeah. And then they just kind of escape. Cause he, wait, he does, he's, he like slices his ankle, I think. Right. I he does so. something. Yeah. I yeah. Just, I just remember the end where he's crying like a bitch. Um, I'm pretty sure you would be too. Oh yeah. I totally would be, it, but it's okay. still, it'd still be like a bitch. Yeah. You see, Davy like kind of like crawling, walking down the side of like a dirt road somewhere in the forest, and you see Mackie's police car engulfed in flames because he obviously got rid of it and got wherever his beetle was and took that somewhere, and he's gone. What what pissed me off at the end too was that like the very last like um like diatribe that you know davy's saying like oh you don't know your neighbors and shit like that i'm like okay one this is unnecessary two like it seemed like 
his other two friends that ditched him, by the way, and they're the reason why, you know, pretty much, like, they didn't know Mackie was coming back and all this other shit, or, like, that Mackie, like, they stopped looking for Mackie at this event because they're watching him for Davey because they're breaking into the house. They ditched him because yeah. they're like, oh, you know, it's just, it's bullshit. Mackie's not really the killer, blah, 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 blah. It seemed like at the end when he's doing his paper route, like, they don't talk to him anymore. Like, he's doing his paper route, and they don't even, like, acknowledge him as he's going by. I'm like, you realize your friend almost died, right? And your other friend did die. You're not even going to be like, hey, what's up, Davey? Nothing? Nada? All right, cool. See you later, fucker. Like, whatever. (laughs) That's just me. No, there. yeah, there was some odd things, but I don't know. Yeah, it definitely wasn't, like, a gruesome horror movie, but it was something that was interesting enough that, like, the cover art caught my eye, and I was like, I'll watch this. Eh, it was all right. I like, um, I do really like the fact that it was a little different than normal. Yeah. You know, it's not your standard horror movie. Um, there's some new aspects to it. I, I get, I got really used to doing this podcast like watching movies that i just expect to be shitty and to all kind of roll into the same mold yeah so when something different happens it's not it's not bad like i'm not upset like i'm actually really happy i watched this movie and i'm sure i'll talk about it with other people yeah but like last week we watched kiss meets the phantom of the park that sounds wonderful it was pretty bad but See, I enjoy a good crappy horror movie, though. Like, I'll watch crappy horror movies. Um, with... But on the same side of the coin, I still haven't seen some of the greatest horror movies. Like what? Like Suspiria. The The remake is supposed to be fucking amazing. I've seen trailers for the remake, and I'm like, I need to watch the original. Like, I really need to. Because, like, I saw, like kind of half and half comments people are just like stop touching the original blah 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 but others are just like this looks great like it's gonna really like pay a good homage to sometimes that though, movie. like the effects on originals ruin yeah ruin it like yeah I get you. <clears throat> especially if you just see it for the first time now yeah like i, I love rosemary's baby oh that's a great movie I, I think if i just saw it now for the first time it would probably not really be very good because the acting is pretty subpar and everything's very cheesy about it. Same yeah. Thing with The Exorcist. Really? Because that movie still kind of gets me in like the creep factor because I always kind of find something different that I ha- I never noticed before when I watch that, like a little like ghost demon face in like a corner, like a whited out face. Yeah, but but they're they're kind of cheesy looking. Like the face itself isn't really scary. It's just oh no, it's just yeah. unsettling. Yeah. When she, I just I remember the first time seeing that movie. The two things that disturbed me the most were not like you know the most obvious where she her head's spinning and she's puking pea soup. It was literally when she was possessed but like not like full like you know your mother sucks cock and hell type possessed she comes down the stairs and just like pisses all over the floor and i'm just like this is getting weird and then when she does that spider walk and like blood just comes out of her mouth i'm like what Mm -hmm. the fuck am i watching why am i watching this um that spider walk always gets me have you seen the original omen yes yeah beat was he mentioned that 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 does hold up i didn't care for the remake of it though wasn't leave schreiber in the remake i want to say yes you I think I saw are that. like Corey, where you're really good with names. 
I'm not. Uh, Leif Schreiber. He was Cotton Weary in the Scream movies. He was the guy who they thought killed Sydney's mom. That guy. Just gonna give me a second. All right, yeah, just Google it. I'm just it. gonna look it up because I'm sure I've I'm sure I've seen the guy. Yeah, you know him if you saw him. He was not. Who the hell was in the remake of The Omen then? Oh shit, you're right. I'm sorry. I was looking for the name Cotton, not Leaf Schreiber. But oh yeah, Leaf Schreiber is it. I will fight you. Start driving then. I don't wanna. I'm very tired. Oh, you can fight me in July. <sighs> God damn it, I have to see you in July. Unfortunately, <sighs> we're gonna take a selfie. Oh, that's fine. I don't mind. Um, we started trying, like, Alyssa, I started talking to her about it. I'm like, how are we going to get there? Because I don't fucking want to drive to downtown Chicago. How far of a drive is it for you? Um, without traffic? Probably oh, my like, God. Just guesstimate. I'm saying, like, if, if there was no traffic, it's probably, like, three and a half hours. Not bad. Okay, I'm driving 11 hours. Sure. You can do it. What I'm, I'm, what I'm saying is, um, because then you have to pay to valet, like, valet park your car at a, a hotel in downtown Chicago. It's like fine. there's not gonna be a parking so but there's an Amtrak or there's a train that goes from Milwaukee to Chicago and it's like three blocks away. Why don't you just do that? That's what I'm saying. So I started talking about that and she's like, Do we have to make this decision now? And I'm like, Not really, but I thought about it. We have like ten months. I know, but all of a sudden it's gonna be like fucking June and I'm gonna be like, Oh god. Yeah, and then my like anxiety level is just gonna be up, up, up. Yeah. Because <sighs> I have to meet all these people that I've been talking to for like oh, by then, it'll be three years, and that's just going to be, like, system overload. Do you want me to feel bad for you? Six, no. Six people listen to this podcast. Okay. You, two of them two of them are here right now, you and Beat. What up, Beat? Um, I wish we had people that would, like, interact with us all the time. Not uh, That sounds bad, because we have a couple. But um, Just keep digging that grave. I'm just going to stop talking. It's okay. I'll just, it's, I know what's going to happen is I'm just going to end up standing awkwardly next to you as all these people talk to you and Dan and I stare deeply into each other's eyes. I don't really think that, I, I don't really foresee that happening, honestly. I think I'm going to talk to like the other hosts that I talk to like on the, pretty yeah. much the daily yeah. and then people are going to be like, oh, you're from this podcast. Who are you? And I'm just going to be like, you don't need to worry about it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> My husband though, he Dan keeps saying he's like, I'm getting a shirt that has like your logo and stuff on it. And I'm going to wear it like every day. I'm like, that's don't do that. That's awesome. That's like wearing the shirt of the band you're going to see. Yeah. And I'm just like, I don't really want to draw attention. He's like, why wouldn't you want to draw attention to your show? I'm like, I don't know because I'm shy. He's like, then why are we doing this? I'm like, cause I want to meet everybody. And it's Chicago. I've always wanted to go there. Yeah. I think we're going out. Like maybe we were originally going to go out. Friday, like we we're gonna like dr- like leave our house at like two a.m. and drive there mm. and get there, whatever. Well, yeah, um, it, yeah. But I think we might leave Wednesday night now, okay, and get there Thursday morning to like rest up on Thursday. So like Friday morning when everybody else is coming in, like we can go and like sightsee a little bit, yeah. and then like by nighttime we can like meet up with everybody and we'll be like, hey. So I'm excited for that. I'm really because like there's a bunch of like museums and stuff I want to check out there while I'm out there. So I'm that person. No, there's other. I've I've never gone to any of the museums. I've always, I was always like I've always wanted to, but have you ever gone to a museum at all? Yes. Okay, I'm just asking. Yeah, Some people yeah. don't like them. Well, I, no, it's just I'm going back to school, so like I'm trying to get. I know. Masters. 
No, actually, I'm getting a different bachelor's than getting a master's. In what? Art history. And then I'm going to go get my master's in museum studies. If you just want to, like, flush money down a toilet or give it to me, then you could do that, too. Uh, I'm good. Um, that's a hard pass, but thanks. <laughs> no, I already have my BA in um, psychology, but, like, I don't really do anything with it because I kind of did that degree thinking that I was going to go into certain, like, maybe social work or, or become a therapist. And those just weren't for me. Yeah. I'm too emotionally attached to people to not get like I wouldn't be able to compartmentalize. Mm -hmm. I don't think well enough to help a person. So I just want to take myself out of the equation altogether. No, that's fair enough. Quick I know people that don't do that and like people don't get the help that they need. Right. right. So I don't want to be that person. Quick sidebar. Yeah. Um <laughs> Pete said he shouldn't have wore a Foo Fighters jacket to the Foo Fighters concert. Um, there are a few, there's a small handful of bands that I think you can wear the shirt to the band to see. Foo Fighters probably being one of them. Metallica was another one. I don't do it because I have like 900 t-shirts and I like to give them equal love. So you're fine. Don't listen to go. a word I say. It's only weird if you go see like a band that plays like a club for 500 people and then you wear the shirt because everyone wants to be an individual. <laughs> um, we were talking about Chicago, weren't we? Yeah, and how I wanted to go see the mu the art museum while I was out there. Yeah. Because uh, going back to like going back to school, I hopefully won't have to go back for too long because actually my original major was art history. So do your credits hold up though? That's what I'm waiting to find out. I submitted my transcripts to them because I'm I might be going to Arizona State University online, mm -hmm. which is really nice because then I can just do one class at a time and do it at my leisure. And they're quick courses. I took a lot of courses in prep for art history. So I'm hoping if, you know, whatever's upstairs, they just, you know, they grant me at least let my math, science and fucking english oh, yeah. transfer over i don't want to have to take another math course ever again <laughs> i'll fight tuesday and i'll be like what do i have to do what do i have to do i'll pay 500 dollars to never have to take a math class again because i not only did i take algebra finite math i took two things of st statistics and then for my science i had to do physics so i want to blow my brains out i don't want to do that ever again and i got by those with the skin of my teeth finite ma finite math is the worst thing ever. I couldn't tell you one thing about it. I just remember it was the worst. I should have known when I went into my classroom when I was still like an on-campus student, me and my friend were in the same class. I sat down. I looked at the wall to my right and it said, God help me, this class fucking sucks in pencil. <laughs> I was like, this is probably not good. Our professor's name was Professor Funk. And they fired her after my semester. And when they like went to go clean out her desk, they found a dead mouse and like a bunch of rotten food. She was crazy. Huh. Yeah, it was an she was an interesting interesting broad. I don't remember what I got in that class, but I don't think it was good. I don't know how we got there, but we did. I ramble. I don't, and I tell people this all the time. I tend to ramble. I wish people would just be like, Erica, stop. But they don't. No, they just, let me, they just let me go. I'm curious about things. <laughs> what my random stories in my life. Yep. But yeah, so I'm trying to do that. And then after that, I'm going to either do a certificate program or 
a master's degree in museum studies to hopefully work in a museum one day. Do my pod on the side, but actually enjoy my job versus the soul-sucking one that I have now. I always wonder, like, I can't remember who I was talking to, but I'm like, I don't, I was talking to Corey. Like, sometimes I wonder if I even enjoy working in IT anymore. I said, I don't know if it's that I don't like doing the work or if it's that I've now gotten to a point where, like, I have to be held accountable for what I do and I have to be, like, a forward-thinking member of our work team. Yeah. That I I just would like to go back to a point where I, I can just, like, doing dumb, stupid idiot work. Yeah, I get like, you. Where you can just fucking do whatever you want. But it um, affords me the ability to do a lot. Yeah. Like, like next weekend, I'm going to Somerset, Wisconsin, which I know you've never heard of. No. To but I'll nod and pretend. Purchase a bottle of beer. Actually, seven bottles. <laughs> but, yeah. The bank carcass is playing the darkness bottle release, which I fucking love carcass. So, like, I get to keep saying that again. louder near law enforcement. I fucking love Carcass. Carcass is such a good band. <laughs> like, I've never listened to them. I can't. I would can't be play. shocked if you were like, yeah, I really, you know, like Heartwork. That was a really good album. Um, they're like one of like the original death metal bands, and they came back. Oh, okay. And, yeah. Um, a lot of their stuff is like about like mutilating corpses and shit. It's really weird. Like I would love a death metal band that like sang about like super positive things. Um Impending Doom. I'm actually wearing an <laughs> Impending Doom shirt. Uh they are a Christian death metal band. Not I'm not even kidding. Uh how does it work? Uh, they just use like dark imagery to get a, to portray like positive messages, I believe. Gotcha. Um I want to say the band Party Cannon too. Like, look, I, I know you're sitting at a computer, but look up Party Cannon logo. So, like, they'll play these, like, death metal festivals, and it's all band logos that look like the one that is currently on my shirt, and then fucking Party Cannon, which is, like, big, puffy, big puffy letters in pink, orange, and green. Oh, wow. <laughs> right? I love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I see. Uh, like, I guess maybe it's an album cover. It's called "Partied in Half." Yep. It's like a guy cut in half, and I think it's like confetti and shit coming out. It yeah. looks so. It looks like a kid. Like, I don't know. It's 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 fucked up. It's weird. I like it. Um, Beats said something about Guar. I don't. What about Guar? I, I saw Guar once, and that was enough for me. Guar is definitely interesting with their phallic things yeah and i don't think their music's very good the first band i was ever in we covered a guar song not because i liked it someone was just like we should do this and we did it i remember watching empire records have you've seen that movie i'm assuming and they have a guar music video and i was like what is there's something weird about this music video like what's going on with it and so like i googled guar because i was like this band is like really interesting like do they just wear that stuff and the the filmmakers obviously had to kind of like zoom out and like do this weird effect so you couldn't see the fact that this dude had like a six foot dick yep i'm Uh, just like all right so the singer of guar like died 
in real life. Oh shit, I did not know that. This is a couple of years ago. Um, yeah, Dave Brocky, also known as Odorous Arungus. Um <clears throat> So they replaced him with a guy, and his character has three dicks. So yeah, so the one time I saw him was at Warp Tour, which makes it all the better. And at like the point in which I realized that the, that the guy had three dicks, just kind of blew my mind. They had a chick for a while. I don't know. What, I don't know if she like sucked and they kicked her out or whatever. But they, like they've just become such a staple. Like they're on tour again. I think they're just always. There's a death metal band that I, I used to listen to that had a chick singer, and I can't remember what the hell their name was. Archie. They had a song. No. Oh. They had a song called Blood Pigs. Oh, God. Opeth? Yes. Yeah, they're not good anymore. I haven't listened to them in a oh, long sorry. time. Otep. Opeth is... There, yes, yeah, yeah. yes, Otep. Opeth is I haven't okay. listened to them in so long. It's pretty bad. She um opened her mouth about some shit and got a lot of heat for it. Oh, God. I don't I remember what it was, but yeah, the music's junk. Um... I saw Otep. I want to say with American Head Charge. I'm trying to think of what concert I went to. It wasn't. It was not Warp Tour. I've never gone to Warp Tour. I know it was whatever concert Corn would do. Like the Family Values. I went to those a lot. I'm very jealous. You never went? No, like when '98. I don't think I started going to. You have to keep in mind, like I had to drive an hour to go to a concert so my parents wouldn't really let me go and they didn't fuck true but like i i mean you're only a few years older than me so you would have by the time i was going when i was like 15 16 you would have been like 20s probably how old are you 27 fuck yeah i know i i give out a more mature well you know whatever um (laughs) i can't remember what year it was but i just remember Corn is always the header. Mm-hmm. I remember this one time. 98, 2006, and 2007. So, oh, okay. So, like, the one I remember was 98. That's the one I would have wanted to go to, which I would have been 13. I, th- I definitely had to have gone to the 2006 Two, or the 2007 uh, one. Yeah, 2006 was Corn, Deftone, Stone Sour, Flyleaf, Deer and Grape, yep. 10 Years, Dead Z, Bury Your Dead, Bullets and Octane, and Walls of Jericho. <laughs> that concert was so fucking good. Deftones? I mean, they're not death metal. No, do you not like I them? I do. I love Deftones. I don't care. Ah. I don't like them so much now. First concert I ever went to at Summerfest, which I told you if you guys came early because you'll mm-hmm. be here during Summerfest. Yeah. That you should come up to Milwaukee and we should go. But it was at Summerfest. They have these side stages. There's like 10 stages that are with the cost of getting in. Yeah. And it was Glassjaw and Deftones in oh, 2000. Glassjaw. So... Glass Jaws, everything you ever wanted or everything you want to know about silence was out. And mm. it was before White Pony came out. So they were, Deftones are still touring on Around the Fur. I love the White Pony album. So do I. I know people who hate it. And I'm like, it's definitely. How can you hate, how can you hate that album? That's the album with changes. Like, how can you hate, that's um, right? Yeah, right? Isn't yeah, yeah, yeah. Change in the House of Flies. Um, yeah. But <clears throat> they like adrenaline. And around the fur a lot more. I understand that, but I just remember this is a funny story. And if my friend Nicole ever listens to this, she's she's gonna laugh. Um, I would always go to these concerts with my brother and his uh, friend Nicole, um, and she absolutely was obsessed with Chino, the lead singer of Deftones. Yep. 
And we we had pretty decent seats, actually. It was just like, you know, the stage, the pit. And I would say we're probably like 20 to 30 rows back at this venue uh, that's over in New Jersey. I forget what it was called back then. And I, I don't remember what it's called now. I think it's called the Susquehanna Bank Center now. or it's, The name's changed like 15 times. But we have pretty decent seats. And like, there's just like so many people at these concerts all the time. Like, it's just swarmed because, you know, you have... The main stage, which, ha- which has all the bands that you just named, and then you have the outdoor stages that has, like, 20 other bands. Because I definitely saw – I can't remember their name right now, but I'll, I'll, I'll put a pin in that later. But um, it's just some stupid fucking, like, metal, poppy, like, stupid fucking annoying band that I saw. That knows a town. I know. I'm so annoyed right now. I can't remember their name at all. Anyway, moving on. The the bass player is married to Gerard Way. Oh, um, 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 oh my God! Mindless self indulgence. Thank you. Yeah, I remember seeing them live, and I was just like, "This is weird." He kept fucking spitting in the audience. I'm like, "Dude, if you hawk on me," and I got hit. Around. He used to dance with a dead dog too. Wow, I don't like a, him anymore. I don't anymore. think it was a dead dog. It was a stuffed dog. Yeah, oh, but all right. Well, that's different. Their their first two albums were pretty good. No, I do. I enjoy them, but like. I enjoy concerts when it's, you know, about the music. Yeah. Like, if you're just doing it to be an asshole and you're literally just going to hawk loogies at me the whole time, I'm going to walk away and not enjoy that experience. But anyway. Yeah, but I think it was part of the shtick. Yeah, well, shticks are shticks no, for I a agree. reason. I agree. But anyway, um, you don't have to agree. I don't care. Um, <laughs> so it was right before Deftones were coming on and me and my friend Nicole were sitting. And this is just tried and true. When you have to go to the bathroom at a concert like this, and there's actual, like, you have porta potties outside, but you actually have in-venue bathrooms, the men's room is like a revolving door. They're just, they go in, they go out. Like, they don't think about anything. Girls, the line is always 300 million yards long. It's ridiculous. You're never going to get anything. So uh, me and my friend Nicole are standing there. And she's like, I'm not missing Chino for anything. And she's wearing, like, a pretty long skirt. And she just squats and takes a piss, like, right in the middle of where we're standing without any shame at all. Huh. She she was a killer girl. But anyway, I remember seeing changes and just, like, all but, like, weeping as he was playing it. Because Chino plays with such passion. I love that band. 2007. Oh, he was clean at that point. Like, you know why White Pony is named White Pony, right? No, actually. Like, I don't really know too much about, like... Like the people in the band, I just know Chino. I don't know really much detail. I just oh. listen to the music, so, unfortunately. I, and I'm I'm a little older, and I obviously hang out with That's guys fine. who fucking surround themselves. Like our our singer works in the music industry, so yes, yeah. I hear all the shit. But Chino's nickname was Pony because he did so much cocaine. And oh really? Pony is another name for cocaine. And there you go. They were yeah. It was, apparently, they just fucking rocked on cocaine the entire time. Um, still an amazing album. But yeah, oh, so and the, the other big thing was um now the names of those songs are making sense RX Queen. Yep. See, I'm like now there's a now yeah. like a little sparks of a connection. Yeah, I gonna... I can't remember if the, the next album still had Chi before he passed away. So when their sound started to change, it was right after their bass player was in that car accident. Yeah, I do remember that. Yeah. Which I, I wasn't a huge fan of their next album, but I do I do like their most recent album. Yeah, Gore was good. Yeah. Um, it's different. Like it took a couple listens to to get 
into it, but... I definitely listen to that when I'm in a certain mood. But you know what makes me sad is that, like, I have a grocery store that's, like, right across the street from my house, um, and I'll go in there every once in a while. And we've gotten to the point where Deftones are considered, like, classic rock, Mm -hmm. where I'll walk in and I'm, like, going to, like, the organic aisle to get, you know, like, some fancy peanut butter, and I'm listening to changes as I'm walking down the aisle. And I'm just like, this is so wrong, but I'm not mad because I really like this song. Yeah, it's weird. Like, I hear shit that's out in, like, late late thousands, and they're like, yeah, it's... Classic rock. It's old. I'm like, eh, I guess 10 years is now considered... But I'm, like, old. the girl that still listens to 90s music, and I mean, like, 90s grunge and rock and all that, and I'm just like, oh, this was, like, 10 years ago. I'm like, nope. Mm-hmm. Really not. Mm-hmm. Almost 20. Well, yeah, and you just think about it albums. Is 20. Like, um, yeah, it is 20. But like yeah, it's funny. Came out uh, in 2000 or whatever. Like we were talking about, like White Pony. I think that was 99. Are you shit me? Is it really that? Wow. Uh, Look it, it up. Um, last night we were talking about Soulfly. So yeah. Sepul- are you, you have any idea who Sepultura is? Sounds familiar. Okay, so White Pony came out June 20th, 2000. Oh, okay. So that makes me feel a little okay. bit better. So Sepultura was like a pretty huge thrash metal band. So the singer yeah. Max Kevlar left to start Soulfly. Mm-hmm. Um, I I had to do like mental inventory of who might be listening to this. I lost my virginity to the song "Back to the Primitive," and our singer I I was telling the guys in our band this last night because it came up, and he's like, "That album came out like." six months ago I was like <laughs> fuck you so we had to look it up and I didn't realize that uh, Soulfly's Back to the Permit came out in 2000 <laughs> fucking Beatmaster Roots bloody Roots Roots was a Sepultura song I actually covered that in one of my bands too it has like six notes in it um, but the the first Soulfly album came out in 98 so it, yeah you never really think about it and like our, our our bass player slept outside of the Bradley Center to get Metallica's Injustice for All tour tickets mm-hmm so, he's a, he's a, he's about as hash as they come. <laughs> See, I would I feel like people aren't as passionate about music as they used to be. Fuck no. Like when, it it makes it bums me out so bad because like my cousin, um, my dad's a musician, so music uh, has always been like a, a very influential part of my life. My cousin Brian is a musician, and he has a band in Philly. That is, it's great. Um. Uh. And uh, whatchamacallit, I forget where I was going with this. I, I remember speaking with him. I'm like, do you remember like moments, like influential moments in music that like kind of just like stopped you in your tracks? Because like, I feel like that doesn't happen anymore. And he's like, yes, I can tell you the moment I was in a bar with my friends and on the radio came um, Smells Like Teen Spirit by Nirvana and everyone froze. And just pretty much listen to it, the whole thing, without, like, pretty much moving. He's like, that's when you know something is about to change, like, the course of music. Like, something, like, as big as that was going to be. But is it, um, I, ha- we ha- I had this conversation not that long ago with someone. Is it because of the time in which you heard it? You know, because you're younger, you're with your friends, you're doing this, you're doing that. Versus you hear new music now. Like, I don't know how, how up-to-date you stay with music. Like, it's obviously still I, a big part of my life. 
I used to. I used to listen to the radio. I used to kind of see what was going on, to kind of see who's releasing stuff. And now I just, I kind of find myself going back to my old haunts because it's just, I, I'm the type of person that if I hear a song that I like, and it, it, it could be a song, an album, it's rarely like an album that I listen to from start to finish without stopping. Yeah. But if it's like a song, I will listen to it for an entire day on loop. Because like, I have a job where I can just pop in headphones and I don't have to really like interact with too many people, so I can I can just kind of zone out. Yep. There will be times where I'll hear a song, and I will literally wind up listening to it for hours straight because I'm just like, this song is so good. I could not tell you the last song that I felt that way about. Because like I'll try to listen to new albums like bands like I like, and I'm just like, you're not you're not capturing something's missing something's off um there's a handful of bands like i like when when bands don't try to do something different yeah so there's um there's a band called jungle rot don't know uh they're from racine i don't know south milwaukee but i I worked with one of the guitar players before i moved out of sheboygan and they've been around for like fucking 25 years or something Mm-hmm. But every Jungle Rot album sounds exactly like Jungle Rot. So yeah. they put her in a new album. Their new album is great, but it sounds like everything else they've done. But it sounds like Jungle Rot. So it's like I know when they put her in a new album, I know what it's gonna sound like and I know I know what I'm getting. Yeah, you, you know, know again. Too many too many bands now are like, Well, let's try and do something different. Yeah, and that like my favorite, like one of my favorite bands is Tegan and Sarah. Do you have you ever heard of them? I've heard of them, yeah. You've heard of them? They are really not your type of music? Nope, not at all. <laughs> but um, I I have a very eclectic taste. Like, I don't, like, I'll listen to literally everything. Not saying that you don't, but I'm just saying, like, my favorite band was them. They, like, had, like, they started off really, like, folky. They literally just had, a, I think, a guitar between the two of them and, like, maybe, like, drums, and that was it. Then they kind of evolved into, like, a more indie sound and now they're like this poppy, like power punky, like I'm going to do a kick on stage type chick. And I do, like, they have this album called The Con, and it is literally one of the only albums that I can listen to from start to finish. It's 33 minutes long. And like, I can just keep going on loop with it. I love every single song. I love the story that it tells. It's like it's just a great album to me. I love everything behind it. I watch, I have on DVD, even though those are barely a thing anymore. Um, their whole recording session because they recorded from start to finish, like how they developed these songs and like when they're like laying down the tracks and stuff for the album. I've watched that and probably could quote it from like front to back. Like I absolutely adore this album, probably more so because of the time of my life that I listened to it. And just for the sheer fact that the songs are good. Mm-hmm. The album after that was kind of still the same, but you could see that them leading towards more of like a synthy poppy sound. And then the next album after that was completely that. And I'm just like, these songs are good. And I like them because I can tell that they're you, but it's just like, you had lightning in a bottle with that, like that one album that was kind of in the middle of your career. And now I just mm. like they had a song in one of the Lego movies called Everything is Awesome. And I was just like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, that's them. And I'm just like, this is not 
it, I mean, it is you. You're putting out the music. You're writing the song, so it is you. But like, this is not the you that I like. Right. If that makes sense, and I have no right to say that, but I just know what my preference is for their style. I um, I, I love. Felt like they're trying to keep up with the times of like these poppy like. Well, everyone wants to make money. Oh yeah, absolutely, and they deserve to, but. Well, I don't know. Yeah, I I I love City and Color. Like the mm-hmm. the first two albums where it was just Dallas Green and a guitar, are fucking amazing. And then he brought in a band, and and then he did the album with Pink. And I was just like, Bleh. so I get where you're coming from. Oh, I lied. I just remembered the so- last song that I listened to on loop for like hours. I watched a documentary, and I was like probably a decade late, but um, I really like uh. Some people call them Bon Iver. It's oh, Bon Iver. Bon Iver. Bon Iver. Do you know There's what? like, what? He's from Eau Claire, Wisconsin, which is, is where he? my wife went to college. Are they friends? Um, she had met him a bunch because he, it was before he did um, For Emma, which he recorded in a cabin in the north woods of Wisconsin by himself. I love that man. I really do. I, lo- I love, see, that's a band that sticks with their goddamn sound. You know what I mean? He got yeah. I I like for Emma. Like I yeah. like a guy in a guitar. So when he brought in his whole band, I just. But yeah. I don't mind that. I like. I don't remember what the album after for Emma was called because I think that's what the song I'm about to mention is on. Probably. Um, he wrote a song called Perth. Yep. Um. Perth. That. Shit. Sorry. Keep talking. No, you're fine. I watched the documentary I Am Heath Ledger. And wept like a baby. Like I watched it by myself while my husband was at work because I'm home during the day while my daughter was napping, and I ugly cried through the whole thing because I loved Heath Ledger as an actor, and I just just the way that like I am a very big softy when it comes to the perfect perfect mesh of video, audio, and music. Like if you hit me right in that spot, that perfect mesh, mm-hmm. I'm I'm waterworks. There's a fine line. If I, I take Kristen Bell's quote, if I'm not at like a four or a six, like in between those on the emotion scales, I'm crying. Like I'm very highly emotional. So at the end of it, they play this song that the lead singer um, wrote for Heath Ledger. And it's called Perth because that's where he was born. And it's only because while he was filming a music video, most people don't know Heath Ledger had a was a director as well. He directed a lot of music videos, um, and his partner was directing a music video for Bonavere when he found out that Heath died. And so he like had like uh, like three days with this guy who still was doing his job, but it was he called it a three day wake for you know this guy that he didn't know, and he said. I got the next five years of my music career out of that those three days because the first song I wrote was called Perth. I listened to that song for probably a, a week straight. It was just so good. and emo- I cried every time, probably, that I listened to it, but it was so good. So goddamn good. Um, I, hope you, I hope you listen to it later. The al- I'm, I'm actually probably going to because I know exactly what song you're talking about. Um, the album after 4 Emma was, it's called Bon Iver. Bon Iver, oh. Bon Iver. Um, he actually started, you know, it's called Eau Claire's Festival. Mm-hmm. It's like a big outdoor three-day music festival. There's a local brewery, like, makes a special beer for it every year. Oh, nice. Yeah, it's it's yeah, it's yeah, pretty fucking insane what that guy has done. Like, Eau Claire is not 
a big town. It's a yeah. college college town at most. So it's kind of a, it's pretty cool what he's done for the area. Well, they only have three albums. I didn't know that. Yeah, they went on hiatus for a while, and then that twenty-two a million was. 20, I never even 20, listened to that episode, yeah, 20, or not that episode, 20, that album. Twenty-two a dog shit, in my opinion. You tried to get that joke out so hard. <laughs> I did. I was not letting it go. You're like, I'm so fucking saying this. Shut up. <laughs> just, I'll repeat it 13 times if I have to. Yeah. Um. For Emma, Lump Sum, Skinny Love, The Wolves. I love those songs. I didn't know Skinny Stax. Love was a cover, which makes me a little sad. It is? Yes, it is. Shit. He like his songs like they fit perfectly in a lot of like movies that I've seen where it's just like it hit it the punches you right in the feels like have you ever seen um that movie with Ryan Gosling uh I think it's called Behind the Two the Twin Pines or Behind the Two Pines or something I have not that's a great movie you I I think I think you you and Alyssa would like that movie um oh but like apparently I lied so he it, he did not cover it someone else covered it. No. Yeah, Whitney Juarez covered it in 2015. I think I I heard hers afterwards and I thought it was came first. Anyways, dumbass. I'm but not it, smart. I know that. Um, but yeah. The two uh, no, hold on. Jesus uh, Christ. Well, between the two, oh, it is between the two pines. Between the two ferns was that like um, Zach Galifianakis show, but between the two pines is the Ryan Gosling movie. Shh. Sure that's a really that's a really good movie. The hots for him. What happened? I'm pretty sure Alyssa has the hots for Ryan Gosling. I mean, I don't know if she will in this one. Ow. Okay. Um, because he's like kind of st- strung out a little bit and like has really weird tattoos and stuff. But I mean, she might. It's a great movie, though. It's a really I, I won't even go into detail about it. But like they play um, the wolves part one and two in that. And it's just, it's perfectly placed. Again, perfect mixture of visual audio. I'm crying. I was going to make a joke about this song, Wolves, because we have a song called Like Wolves, but no one would have gotten it. So I just uh, chose to explain it instead. Yeah. I talked about my cousin's band. I should probably give them a shout out. Listen to Stars Apart. They're really good. Star, Star the Part? Stars Apart. Stars Apart. Okay. Yeah, oh. they're on Spotify. What do you not do? You, are you against Spotify? No, it's my primary. I actually have it open right. Now. Then why did you just do a bitchy huff? Because my first instinct would be go to go to listen to it right now. But if I listen to it, it's then going to get recorded to the audio. Yeah, dipshit. So now I have to try and remember to listen to it later. Fuckle. So twenty-five minutes later, summer eighty-four. <laughs> Well, do I rate it? Or is that what you're asking me? I guess. I don't. Do you have anything else you want to say about the movie? No, I mean, I liked it. It had its few hangups. I think it's worth watching, like most movies that we. Here's the thing. Every time that we. I'm on the show, because you have no friends, I'll probably be nope. on a, a lot. Yep, you ain't wrong. Um, <laughs> um, I will literally watch any movie and give it probably a good score because I. One, just love the genre. And I like to give the benefit of, of the doubt. Uh, wait, I always forget. Do you guys do a grade or Zero one out of five. what? Zero to five. I would give this a solid 3.5. I think that's fair. Yep. Given the hang-ups, <laughs> the kind of like attachments it had to like a Stranger Things breakfast club vibe, 
throwing in a pedophile serial killer type deal. I think that's cool. One thing we didn't talk about, though, was the fucking creepy part. Did you not get a little creeped out when he found the walkie-talkie that they planted in the vines and just, like, put it up against the window? And he's like, gotcha, bitch. You fucking didn't even pay attention to that part no. of the movie, did you? No. Come on. Matt, you probably watched that? the summer of 85. <laughs> Google who is in summer of 85 to make a joke. <laughs> uh, I like Patrick Dempsey. Mowing lawns. Come on, IMDb. Summer of 85 came out in 86. Oh, never mind. Summer of 85 was a Baywatch episode. Season oh 2, God. episode 22. Billy Warlock, Eddie, played by Billy Warlock, is reunited with his first love, a woman, Michelle Rogers with whom he had an affair when he was 15. Riveting. Yep. Um, Good luck with your joke. Ha ha. Yeah, it's, it's long gone. No, there was... I, I paid attention to the movie. There was like two times I had to go like switch laundry or pee and I made Alyssa like yell to me what was happening. <laughs> but it was usually... It was like one time was when the, the chase in the woods started because I'm like, this is going to be a little drawn out. I can go take a piss quick. So I didn't miss anything there. I don't know how I missed this. Yeah, they were um, playing Manhunt, and Davey and Woody went up to the side of his house and planted one of his G.I. Joe walkie-talkies. And, like, uh, Mackie actually saw him, like, at the base of his window, because they were creepily... I remember that part, but I don't remember them leaving a walkie-talkie up there. Yeah, about uh, the next day, or, like, the day after... Davey goes to drop off the newspaper and Mackie's like, oh, I, f- I didn't forget the payment this time. I just have to go in the, the back and grab it. Grabbed it, handed him his, the uh, the payment and said something about the walkie-talkies because it, like, made a noise. Mm-hmm. And he's like, hey, I have, like, two outdated, you know, walkies in the house from the force. Like, do you guys want them? And he's like, no, it's okay. And it made, like, that weird, like, frequency noise when they, like, cross paths. That night, he's, like, watching him like a creep like Howard Hughes, like through his window. And all of a sudden, Mackie's in the window staring at Davy, And Davy drops to the ground. He goes back up to look and Mackie had planted the walkie uh, right in the window. So I it was re- all of that, I must have like looked away when it panned back up and the walkie-talkie was sitting there. You're probably texting me, calling me a dick or something. Like it's really it. not that far from the truth. Probably. Oh, I would not be shocked. But yeah, he planted, he put it right on the, his windowsill, so he knew. And that's when he walkied Woody. He's like, "Guys, emergency meeting!" And uh, Woody was like, "Oh, you know, you're gonna wake up my mom." And Eats is just like, "Not after the pounding I gave her." She was fast asleep from getting a solid deep dicking from a 15 year old. Mm, doubtful. Why? That that was the joke. Is that a 15 year old doesn't have the hip strength to give a, a deep dicking to an older woman? Oh, I know. It just wasn't funny. So what's your rating? Oh, my God. I hate you so much. Yeah, uh, well. Two and a half. Like, I think it's a really Fair. solid middle-of-the-road movie. I don't oh, yeah. know if I'd watch it again, but if it came up, I wouldn't I wouldn't not watch it again. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, yeah. It's something that, like, you wouldn't probably intentionally, like, I want to watch the summer of 84, but if it was on TV, you'd be like, nah, I'll leave it on. Now I really want to find the Baywatch episode, Summer of 85. You have fun wasting your, I guess, 30 minutes with that, watching that. I don't know. I never watched it because I don't care. Well, I was about the age where there was hair in places that there wasn't hair anymore. So watching women run in slow motion on a beach 
Corey, come back. <laughs> Corey, come back. <laughs> you can take it all on me. Um, I think Corey would probably give it a one. Because <laughs> he's judgmental. <laughs> Corey's he's- like... Corey's really lenient in places where I'm. I probably wouldn't judgmental. expect it. Yeah, so he might have really liked this movie. I hope he watches it when he settles, and then we can do like the next time I'm on, we can do like Corey real quick, <laughs> Just, rate it. Corey, Corey gets five minutes to talk about every movie that he missed. Yeah, I like it. I think I like it's it cool. Too. I'm gonna I'm gonna mention that to him. You should. Yes, yeah, I'm totally gonna have to do that. Um. <clears throat> Anywho, you can contact us by leaving us a voicemail at 805-328-3966. Email us at pod at gncast.com, or you can leave a message on the website. Uh, you can follow the show on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Podcast Terror. Subscribe to the podcast via iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, any of your favorite podcatchers. Um, leave us feedback, please, so I can read it. And uh, I don't have to beg you anymore. It's really cool. <laughs> Uh, Corey set up this website. Go to bit.ly slash pot review. You can leave a review there too if you want, or iTunes, whichever one. I should probably do all of those. Do what now? I should probably do all of those. I'm really bad at that. You probably actually get reviews. We get them once once in a while here and there. I get them every once in a while, but usually they're just like, can you tone down that Philly accent? I'm like, no. I don't think it's that bad. We had one person who gave us like a three-star review, but they didn't leave a review. And I literally was like, I don't know who you are, but like, let us know why it's three stars. I don't want to fight you. I'm just curious why, like what you think. One word, Matt. Probably. <laughs> and then that's perfectly honest. Like, I, I'm sure that a lot of people listen to this for Corey and not me. So I have a Oh, feeling... shut the fuck up. My God. They listen for both of you. Um. Well, they're definitely not here to listen to you. <clears throat> I, that's that's really all I had there. I, I'm sure it has a lot to do with Corey and I together. Yeah, go um, put some ice on that burn. It's not very good. It was not a very. It's it's a, t- a tier one burn at best. Mm. Um, Finish your your plugs. Fine. Subscription options and links can be found at GNCast.com. Oh, God damn it! I'm not even drunk. GNCast.com slash subscription. I know. Were you even drinking tonight? I was. I, I had one 32 ounce beer. There it is. Yeah. Um, I'm just really fucking exhausted. Oh, yeah. Uh, you should go to bed. Uh, probably will shortly after this. There uh, you go. Yep. Uh, you can follow the entire network on the Facebook's Galactic Network. Um, if you want to give us money without actually giving us money, go to Amazon.podcastterror.com. Shop like you normally would. We get a cut. Don't do it. Or don't do it. You could um, flush money down the toilet and get a master's in art history, too. Wow. Yeah. Rude. You want some rude. You want some salve for that burn? Oh, I forgot to tell you. I actually have a present for you. Is it a middle finger? Uh, yes! <laughs> yes. Yes. I saw that one coming a mile away. Um Fuck. if you're not familiar, where can people find your show? Uh, my show is The Apex and the Abyss. It is a true crime podcast. You can find it on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. There is a Facebook discussion group. I also have a website, apexandabyss.com. Just type in The Apex and the Abyss. You will find it on all of those platforms. Just be careful you don't type in Abyss and Apex because that's a science magazine. Holy shit. Didn't know that. 
Yeah. Fun little thing that I found out right after I launched the show. I was like, nobody is going to have this name. So I blindly did everything. I was like, they're all still available. And then I uh, typed in the name just to see if like my stuff came up. And the first thing that popped up originally was Abyss and Apex. And it's some sort of like science magazine. So they probably get a a little bit more traffic than they normally do just because they just don't know what's happening like, oh, so like people are we're not true crime we're scientists ah, that's awesome yeah so fun 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 um yeah. you can find me on twitter and instagram and untapped at matt the lifeguard only two t's apparently there's a matt the lifeguard with three t's that guy looks like a dickhead it's not me i was waiting for you to be like who look like a dickhead I have a really good comeback. I'm I told di- you, I'm, I'm like a different looking dickhead. Yeah. Yeah, man. Anyways. Yeah, I'm gonna cut you off. Go ahead. I didn't mean to. I'm sorry. Did you have something no. quippy to say? No, I was just gonna say how much I enjoyed this time and thank, thank you, you for having me come on to guest while Corey is setting up his new house. Even though I miss him I dearly. To go to his new house and just butt scoot on its carpets. There's something so deeply fucked up with you. Because the image in my brain is now going to be there, and uh-huh. I can't unsee it. You're welcome. I never wanted to see it, and that's just horrible. You should. <laughs> uh, Beat says, good show, peeps. Three stars. He won't tell me why. <laughs> but So last night, real, real, real quick, and then I'll do our next week and let, and let you get out of here. Um, right. Last night, where the bands would load in and out, they had scaffolding. Mm-hmm. so my drums were like dispersed in the scaffolding on mm-hmm. the sidewalk so to get to my shit i would have to like climb under scaffolding yeah and i had a couple of beers in me because i course. play in a metal band and i i'm like i feel like a fucking goblin like creeping around <laughs> so i started doing like the, the scaffolding goblin and i would like climb to, under to go get a symbol like, and people I think people weren't having as much fun with it as I was because there was a big group of people smoking a bunch of weed and I think I started to creep them out. I'm going to steal that sound bit of you going, and I'm, I'm going to make it your text tone. That's fine. I could just record it and send it to you too if you if you want longer. No, yeah. that 30 seconds of just... <laughs> I kind of want to make that like a gift too. That's fine. You can do whatever you want. I'm gonna. This is America truth oh anyways next week um hold on i had so jack bacone's coming from i don't know who wor- that is uh, worst episode ever it's a simpsons podcast he's, a, oh, okay. he's become a good friring- friend of mine he's worst bring- episode ever yep yeah exactly that's the, the um so he's bringing a friend it. of his and i had to tell him like i had to text jack and be like how do you say his last name it is joe o'rigliery Ooh. And I know, and I'm like, is it O'Riglieri or things silent? So yeah, I had, to, I had to pull up the text message with the explanation of how to say his name because I didn't want to fuck it up. I can't wait for you to listen to your next episode for you to be like half a fucking shade to the wind and you try to say that name. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to be like, Joe. Be like, Joe O. Joe O'Rillo. Joe O. <laughs> Uh, we're gonna talk about yeah we're talking about a movie called night of the demons which i've never heard of i believe it's came out in the 60s what was it called i'm sorry night of the demons night of the demons i've never heard of that i have it in plex if you want it no i could probably get it in plex too sir i'm I'm sure you could yeah Um, i'm just as savvy as you if not more so 
Yeah, it's not like I make my fucking paychecks working on a computer or anything. Mm. I'll uh, I'll call you if I need some history on art, though. God, you're such a fucking dick. Like, <laughs> oh. I can't wait to meet you face to face so you can be like, oh, hi, nice to meet you. And like, be all nice. Because my, sta- my husband's fucking standing next to me and I'm going to be like, fight him. <laughs> you. No, I would never do that. Dan's probably going to be your best friend since you guys text now. Uh, I haven't talked to him in a couple days. I should see what he's up to. He's playing Fortnite right now. Because he just texted me. That's why I was distracted and didn't hear the name of your movie. Oh, no, he's like, because we have a cheesecake from our Ooh. dinner last night. They they get, comp you a cheesecake for um your anniversary at the restaurant I went oh, to, which okay. was Rocco's. In Bucks County, if you are a PA person, go there. My friend Cole is the chef there. It's amazing. Um, they gave us a free piece of cheesecake for our anniversary, which was super nice. Oh, nice. And uh, we could not finish it at all. So he just texted me. He's like, cheesecake when you're done? <laughs> Question mark. I'm like, fuck yes. Nice. Fortnite and cheesecake. That is the average night just, of a parent who's a nerd. And I said, build that wall, buddy. Jesus Christ. I, I loved the text message, like, initiation between you two, because he, like, was sitting next to me on the couch. He's like, I just got this weird gift. I'm like, it's Matt. He's like, are you sure? I'm like, I can 100% guarantee you, I don't even need to look to see if the number matches up. It's going to be Matt. And he's like, I should just keep just sending gifts back and forth. I'm like, how long until this is weird? I'm like, it's, it, he, you guys could never speak. Never. Yeah. And then I was just like, tell, I was like, I'm going to tell him that you were actually a girl. <laughs> Little do you know that that is my secret turn on. What to be um, a catfished? Yes, yes. All right. Yep. I really like when people treat me poorly. It's my ultimate fetish. Well, that's weird because I treat you poorly all the time. Bingo. <laughs> all right, I'm signing off right now. Yeah, Never talking my, to you again. yeah I, I gotta pee <laughs> real bad and, and go to sleep. It's uh, getting late. Hurry up, go eat your cheesecake. Dan just died. What, in Fortnite? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He wants you to play Fortnite with him. I my PlayStation's sitting in front of me. I would play I would play Fortnite with both of you. Not I don't want to play time. with you. Okay, that's fine. I'll play with Dan sometime. Well, because I'm I work night, so I never play. But he's at home at night and he's just like, I'm gonna play Fortnite. Well, I'm I'll, I'll, I was gonna say tell him to text me, but I'll just text him to text me sometime. There you go. I'll tell him to friend you on PlayStation Network. Anyway, we're, already, we're doing Oh, Wait. I guess if you get you have separate uh, accounts. Cha. Yeah, yeah. Have him friend me and we'll figure something out. But like, I don't have kids, so I go do things most nights. I'm just kidding. True. I don't. Yeah, you're a fucking liar. The next like couple weeks, I'm really fucking busy, but that's like very uncommon. <laughs> Pause. Don't care. Going to see Henry Rollins on Wednesday, which oh, I'm that's exciting. very excited about because I've wanted to see him for a really long time. Like performing or just like speaking? Speaking. Oh, okay. Like so him, he's not going yeah, to whip out like some black flag. I see. I never got into black flag, but. Oh no, neither did I. But that's all I know him for, really. Uh, he, he and the fact that he travels. he was in Jack Frost. Yep, he was also in Johnny Mnemonic, which was one of my first favorite movies. Oh wow, he was. Yep, yep. So he t- he he like travels a bunch, and he he does like uh, spoken word tours where he like shows pictures of all of his travels and like talks for two hours. Oh, that's awesome! You're gonna have a great time. I'm really excited. Other than having to drive to Milwaukee on a Wednesday night. Mm, well, you choose that, so you chose. I know, that. I know, I know. It'll be fun. Anyways. Get the fuck out of here. Thank you again for listening to another episode of Podcast Deer. Um, I'll talk to you guys next week. Bye. Stay scary, everybody. Bye.